How have you used your voice in the course of your nursing career? What does your voice have to say about you as a nurse, a citizen, and a human being? Let's talk about the power of your voice right here on episode 156 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello and welcome to The Nurse Keith Show. I'm really grateful you're listening, whether it's your first time tuning in or you've been hanging out with me here on the airwaves for months or years. Thanks for being part of the growing Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is, as always, all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that can get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. I want to remind you that you can help other people like you find this show by leaving a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts, or we also refer to it as iTunes, of course. If you would do that for me, I would be so, so appreciative. And if you do, shoot me an email or text, let me know you did, and I will thank you and read your review right here on the air. If you want to see the show notes for this episode, you can follow along at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 156. That's nursekeith.com forward slash the word episode 156. Anyway, I am super thrilled you're here with me. So let's jump into the studio and dig into today's topic. Come on over with me. As I record this podcast, I am packing my bags. Well, they actually are pretty much packed. I'm looking at them right now. I'm packing my bags to hop a flight to Washington, D.C. because I'm going to be speaking on the national stage at the Nurses Take D.C. rally right in front of the Capitol and the Supreme Court in Washington, D.C., the nation's capital. I am super, super stoked about this. By the time you listen to this, the rally will already have happened. However, I will be telling you more about it after the fact. I hope some of you will be there. I hope some of you are tuned in to what's happening with the Show Me Your Stethoscope hashtag and the Nurses Take DC movement. More on that in a few minutes. But what this has led me to be thinking about all day today and to want to talk to you about right now is the uniqueness of your voice. So we've mentioned here on the show before that, of course, nurses are the most trusted professionals in the United States for 17 years straight now, going on two decades where the American public through the Gallup poll says that we are the most trustworthy and honest professionals in the country. That is lovely. And that says something about how our voice is perceived here in this country and probably in many, many other countries around the world as well. I know that nurses are listening to this show from China, France, Saudi Arabia, Germany, the Netherlands, Brazil, Argentina, you name it. They are listening to this show from all around the world, from six continents. If any of you know anyone in Antarctica, as I usually remind you, please tell them to listen to this show so I can reach seven continents. But I digress. Your voice, as a human being who happens to also be a nurse, your voice is unique, and it is looked to as a source of trusted information, as a source of reason and logic and caring, and what we nurses are seen as carrying more than our share of, and that is deep human compassion. 
And what I want to ask you about your voice, that voice that you have now as a nurse, is what were you taught about your voice, let's say, as a child or a teenager? Were you told to sit and be quiet? As a teenager, were you told that your opinion didn't matter? What messages did you hear about using your voice, whether in written form or spoken form or singing or what have you? And how have you brought that voice or how have you re-empowered or re-imagined your voice now in your adulthood? What did you internalize? What did you externalize? How has your voice changed through the years? So if you think back on nursing school, or if you're listening now and you're actually in nursing school or getting ready to enter nursing school, we learn to use our voices in many different ways in nursing school throughout our education. Remember learning in nursing school how to give report and how nerve-wracking that can be? You know, what do I say? How much do I say about my patient? How do I encapsulate my experience of this patient in just a couple seconds? How do I capture the tenor of this last 12 hours of my shift and report off the most important things to my colleagues? Boy, what a education that is to learn how to give report. I remember in one of the hospitals where I worked as a student intern during my first nursing school foray, I remember we had to record our report on tape and then go back and listen to it. And man, that was nerve wracking if anything was. So anyway, do you remember when you first gave report? Did your voice tremble? What was it like for you to hear your voice talking in this professional manner that was maybe brand new to you? And Remember that first time you had to call a doctor, you had to call a physician and either report something or ask for an order? Why do our voices quaver when we call doctors? What is it about that nurse-doctor relationship, that patriarchal relationship, if you were, that internalized oppression, that power dynamic that makes nurses sometimes so anxious to speak with a doctor? What about the first time you were in maybe grand rounds and you had to give report to a bunch of residents and maybe it was a teaching hospital and there was this whole team around the bed and you had to stand there as the nurse and give a report on your patient. That is a very intense experience when you're learning to find your voice as a professional, as a healthcare provider. That is an amazing experience, isn't it? And once you left school and you were out in the working world as a professional nurse, I'm wondering, what was it like? How did your voice become more confident or maybe less confident over the years? How did your voice develop? How did you learn how to use it to communicate with patients, with families, with physical therapists and speech language pathologists and surgeons and surgical techs? You know, how did you learn to do that? If you're an operating room nurse, if you work in the surgical suite, voices are important. That communication across the operating room table is crucial. And I'm wondering now that I'm talking about this to you, next time you report to work when you're on a shift, are you going to notice something about the inflections that people use, the way they address certain colleagues in one way and use a very different voice with other colleagues? I've talked on this program before about bullying and discrimination and harassment. You have probably heard nurses use their voices in very untoward and negative ways, haven't you? Have you heard nurses belittle each other, talk about one another behind their backs, ridicule, say nasty things, 
withhold information or give false information or otherwise just titter in the background when a new nurse is asking questions and doesn't know the answer to something? Can't our voices be used for as much bad as they can be used for the good? And don't you want to be part of the solution? Don't you want to use your voice in a way that's powerful and effective and empowering and insightful and really brings the energy to the conversation and helps people change their mind about the way they're being in the world? You can, with the force of your voice, you can foment change. I love that word, foment. You can agitate. You can foment change. You can be a verbal, a vocal change agent. We can speak truth to power. You know, I mentioned Nurses Take DC at the top of the show here. We are going to the Capitol. Thousands of nurses are coming to Washington, D.C. this week in April 2018. We are converging in the staging area right in front of the Capitol steps, right in front of the Capitol, down Pennsylvania Avenue from the White House, right next to the Supreme Court. We are going to be using our voices to speak out loud. We're going to be speaking to members of this press and the media. We're going to be making appointments with our legislators, our members of Congress and senators, and we're going to talk to them. And Tell them what we believe in in terms of nurse-patient ratios and patient safety and nurse well-being and healthcare reform. We're going to really go out there and talk about this legislation before the Senate and before the House of Representatives about nurse-patient ratios and how they can be mandated federally across the country, just like they're doing in California to such great effect in terms of legislatively mandated nurse-patient ratios. So you as a nurse can speak truth to power. You can speak truth to power to your charge nurse, to your chief nursing officer, to your chief executive officer or CFO of your hospital. You can speak to the administration. You can also go to politicians either in your city or town, state politicians at your local legislative session when it's happening in your state or whatever happens in your country around the legislative process. If you can go in as a citizen and make your voice heard, imagine sitting in a hearing before members of Congress and being able to testify about healthcare reform, about nurse-patient ratios, about anything it is that is important to you that they're discussing that you have an opinion about. Speaking truth to power, you can lobby legislatively. You can speak to the media. You can become a voice of reason in the healthcare wilderness. This isn't just hyperbole on my part. You are a trusted voice in the United States. When you call your legislator's office and say you're a registered nurse and you're a constituent who has an opinion about an important public health issue, what happens in that person's brain when they hear nurse? They probably think, wow, this is a nurse. I should probably listen. This person's got something to say. You can take that ability to speak, that ability to articulate, to get a point across, and you've learned how to educate patients and their families. What does your voice reveal about you and about you as a clinician and as a human being and a nurse in relationship to patients and their families? How has your voice changed or how has the perception of your voice changed in your own family? When you became a nurse, did family members and friends start to come to you for medical advice? It happens to most of us. Even when we're in nursing school, people start saying, hey, could you look at this mole on my back? You're a nurse now, right? Can you tell me what this mole looks like? Or 
I've got this thing. Could I, could I talk to you about it for a second? Or, you know, my cousin was spitting up blood the other day. Do you, do you know what that means? This stuff happens all the time. So you know that people come to you for your opinion. They come to you because you're a nurse. You're trusted. So your voice matters. And what I'm trying to tell you is that it can matter in the small places. When you have conversations with children at your son's school and you teach them about first aid or the care of burns or how to disinfect a wound when they get a scrape on the playground, you can use your voice that way with the little people. You can use your voice with people with dementia who you volunteer with on the weekends, taking them out for special treats or outings in the community. You can use your voice at work, of course. You can use your voice running for local elected office. Let's say you want to run for the school board in your town or your city. Your voice matters. Let's say you want to be on the city council. Maybe you want to run for mayor. Speaking of legislators and politicians, did you know there were members of Congress who were nurses or who used to be nurses? There are a lot of doctors, but there are more and more nurses. I think all of them are female to the best of my knowledge, the ones who are in Congress right now here in the United States. But maybe you want to run for state senate or maybe eventually United States Senate or United States House of Representatives or whatever country you're in. Maybe you want to run for parliament if you live in Great Britain. So there are lots of ways to use your voice. And I want to give you a couple other ideas. Writing a letter to the editor as a nurse about an important topic that's of importance to you, something you have an opinion about, that's using your voice. Maybe you want to become a commentator on your local public radio station or local access cable TV station. Maybe you want to have a little show of your own. Maybe you'd like to become a podcaster like me. Maybe you have things to communicate about raising a child with autism. And as a nurse, you've got something to share because you have an autistic daughter and you have a lot to say to the public, to people about children with autism and how amazing they are and what you've learned as a healthcare provider and a parent. You see, your voice can go to the small places. Those small places are important. The kindergarten class, the person on the bus you're having a chat with about chickenpox, or it can be on the national stage. I'm going to be speaking in front of several thousand nurses in D.C., right in front of the Supreme Court and the Capitol in just a couple days. I'm super excited, a little nervous, of course. I think that nervousness is probably good for me right now. But your voice can reach just a couple people, or it can reach thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people. Your voice is important, and you can make use of it anywhere you like in any way you like. I'm not standing here on my bully pulpit telling you how to use your voice. What I'm trying to remind you of is that your nurse's voice matters. Your voice matters no matter where you want to use it, how you want to use it, whatever good you want to do in the world with your voice, whether it's in written form, spoken form, in sign language, whatever it happens to be, your voice has something to say, it is trusted, and I encourage you to speak your truth, whatever that truth is, on whatever stage you choose to speak it on. You can use your voice as a clinician, as an educator, as a citizen, as an entrepreneur, as a member of Congress, as a researcher, as a leader, as a member of your city council. You can write letters to the editor, like I said. You could write a book. Lots of nurses write books, and it can be a book about anything. You know, I have a friend here in Santa Fe, my friend Elise Ponton. She is the director of Nurses with Heart here in Santa Fe, New Mexico. 
And I've mentioned her on the show before, and she and her husband, they love to cook. And they're doing all these wonderful videos and Instagram and Facebook posts about the food they're cooking and their explorations in the culinary world. They're using their voices in that very specific way, and they're eventually probably going to write a book, or maybe they're going to be famous TV show hosts. Maybe they're going to have a cooking show. Whether they use their voices for their nurses with heart here in Santa Fe, doing Facebook videos about, like I said, chicken pox or the flu or dementia, or they're using it to talk about food, your voice is fed by your passion. Your voice is fed by your intellect and your interests, by your curiosity by your love of people, by your love of the planet, whatever it happens to be, bring that voice out. Blog, podcast, get on Twitter, write letters to the editor, talk to your neighbors, whatever it happens to be. I want to hear you using your voice and I want to know how you're using it. So think about that. How are you going to use it? Remember that in the course of your career, your voice is reflected on your business card. It's reflected in the way in which you craft your resume and your cover letters, how you craft the summary and the text of your LinkedIn profile. It's also how you communicate in job interviews. Or like one of my clients I was speaking with today, he is beginning to craft his essays for applying to nurse practitioner schools. So he needs to craft a message and use his voice, his newfound voice as a burgeoning nurse clinician. What does it mean to him to be a nurse in the world? What does it mean to him to go to grad school and become a nurse practitioner? Those new goals in his life. What does it mean to be an expert? What does it mean to be a thought leader? What does it mean to be who you are as a nurse and a human being and a citizen and a parent and a son or a daughter or a cousin or an uncle? What does that mean to you right now, in this moment, in the 21st century, in your skin, in your life, in whatever country you live in, in whatever situation you find yourself? Find your voice, find the power of your voice, and find the ways that you want to use your voice so that you can live the most authentic, powerful, empowered, passionate life you can, have the career that you want and the life that you want, empowered and powered by your voice and what it has to say and how it says it. So there you have it. Thank you for listening to The Nurse Keith Show. You can tell I am hot on this subject, and that's because I just spoke on stage in California recently, so I've been thinking about this notion of the voice and what the nurse's voice means, and I'm going to be in D.C. later this week speaking to thousands of nurses and legislators and the media, and I'm super psyched about what that means and the impact that those 10 minutes that I have on that stage in D.C., what is the impact? What does that mean? What does it mean to me that you listen to this podcast? Do you feel empowered? Do you feel uplifted from this episode? And how do you take the message that I bring to you? And how do you use it to inspire yourself to take a new action today or tomorrow in the interest of your career or the interest of your family or your personal or professional satisfaction? And speaking of voices, I want to make sure that you know that almost every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern, I am live on Facebook talking to you live on Facebook at Nurse Keith Coaching. I am often there almost every week. I try to be there every week. If you want to just sign up on Nurse Keith Coaching on Facebook and 
mark that you would like to be notified when I go live. You will be notified when I do some spontaneous Facebook live sessions as well. So please join me on Facebook. It's super fun. And also join me on Instagram. I'm having a great time on Instagram, Nurse Keith Coaching over there. And hang out with me on social media and let's have a chat. Let's use our voices for good and communicate with one another and other nurses and professionals and fun, awesome people who are out there on social media. And did you know, speaking of fun and awesome people, did you know that you could become a patron of The Nurse Keith Show? You can join Christine Robertson, Wendy Davidson, Brandley Salnaval, Scott Sullivan. They're all patrons of The Nurse Keith Show. They give a little bit every month from their credit card to The Nurse Keith Show over at patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. They get some great gifts and benefits in gratitude from me for their support. And based on how much you decide to give every month, you might even get some free coaching out of the deal. So head over to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. That's patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith and see how you can help this show reach more people and benefit yourself at the same time by getting some great thank you gifts from yours truly. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by Tim Hollowell of thepodcastinggroup.com and social media and promotion are handled by Mark Cappy Spiesen. My hat's off every week to Tim and his team and to Mark for their support of the show and the support of what I'm doing here at the Nurse Keith Show and nursekeith.com. I couldn't do without Tim and Mark and Tim's team, and I am just eternally grateful to them for their support and their expertise and professionalism. Sign up for my newsletter over at nursekeith.com. Leave me a voicemail right from the homepage of my website. And remember, leave that rating and review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. It really, really, really helps other people find the show. So stay positive. Care for yourself and others. Use your voice. Take inspired action in the interest of your career. And keep tuning in as we continue to explore how to take your life and your nursing career to the next level. Be well, dig deep, stay curious, create success, seek joy, and keep in touch. And adios till next time from beautiful Santa Fe, New Mexico. This is Nurse Keith, and I am out. Out.